0: welcome to the balance i am your host kelly Rowland, and this is the podcast where we talk about all the things for those in life who want it all this podcast is for you Hello everyone. Welcome to today's episode of The Balance. I hope you all are doing fabulous and wonderful and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today what I want to talk about is doubt. I want to talk about self-doubt and the reason that I want to talk about this is because it's something that I have dealt with here recently and it's something that a very close friend of mine was very open and honest about in one of her Facebook groups about how she doubted if what she was doing really mattered anymore. So doubt comes in all kinds of forms and it's the source Is not always the same. Doubt can be stemmed from so many different areas and so many different people, not just ourselves. So, today I really want to take a look at all the different ways that doubt forms in our mind and then take a really close look at each one of those areas and then, you know, just kind of cap it off by saying what we should do every single time we doubt ourselves. So, the first form of doubt that I want to talk about comes through comparison. Doubt can form so quickly and so easily and be so strong when we start to look at other people and what they're doing, especially if we take a look at people that are doing something that we want to do. So an example of this would be for me to take a look at Jenna Kutcher and her podcast, The Gold Digger, and start comparing myself and my podcast to Jenna and her podcast because she is extremely, extremely successful. And she's been doing it for a little while. And I'm sure she would tell you that when she first started her podcast, it looks nothing like it does today. So if I started looking at Jenna and her podcast and started comparing my podcast to hers, I would probably really start to doubt myself and wonder why in the heck am I doing this when somebody else obviously does it better, obviously is more successful, and why should I do it? And this can look like so many different things. If you're wanting to get a fit body, or if you're wanting to add money in your bank account, or if you're wanting to make your relationship with your spouse better, it's so easy to look at a married couple Or, you know, look at their Facebook feed or, you know, even if you see, you know, a couple in person all the time and think, wow, their relationship is so amazing. And, oh my gosh, I wish I could have that. When we have no idea really what their relationship looks like on the inside and their day to day, um, in those bad moments, in the hard moments, in the special moments, we don't know what that person who's made a million dollars last year, we don't really know what it took to get there. Um, so many times it's easy for us to say, well, those people must have had this that I didn't have and that's why they are there. And that's just the the wrong way to look at it because we really, we really never know. So when we start comparing ourselves and our journey to other people and their journey, it can really be easy to doubt ourselves because we think, well, we didn't get there as fast as they did, or, you know, our success doesn't look anything like theirs, or, you know, she has an amazing, amazing body and she doesn't have any kids. So, I mean, I'm just never going to get to to the image that she is. So comparison is a surefire way to doubt yourself. So that's definitely one area that you want to kind of stay away from. And it's so hard to do. We all compare ourselves. That's what social media, that is its MO. We we get on social media and we think, wow, look at what all these people have. Look at what all these people do. And look what I don't have or I don't do. So when you start to doubt yourself, just take a look and say, am I comparing myself to some unrealistic expectation? Or maybe am I comparing myself to a reality that may not even be a reality? Or I really don't even know what that reality looks like. So that's the first area that I want to talk about where doubt starts to form. The second area is when we fail. This is an obvious one, but I really want to talk about it because so many times when we try something and we fail at it, or we try something and it doesn't go the way we had planned, we immediately, immediately start to doubt ourselves. I have heard this little story a few different times from a few different um, sources, but Oprah Winfrey was being interviewed one day and she was in front of a group of people and they asked her about failure, and what she said is that she can guarantee that she had failed more than every single person in that room put together. So, if Oprah Winfrey had not failed the amount of times that she did, she may have never, may have never gotten to the place that she is today, failure sucks. Failure feels like the end of all things. Like when you fail at something, it does. It feels like, well, this is it. And I'm just going to move on. And that's that. And that is when doubt is so strong. It is at its strongest because we have failed. So we, we attempted something. It didn't work out the way we wanted. And that's it. Of course, we're going to doubt ourselves, but it's what we do after that, that really, really matters. It's do you use your failure as a fuel to try again? Do you use your failure as a learning example? Do you use your failure as motivation for yourself to say, hey, you know what? It didn't work out this time, but I learned this from it and I'm going to do it better next time. And I'm not going to let this ruin you know, my goals and my hopes and my dreams, because that is true failure. When we give up on ourselves, on each other, and, you know, all the things that we have hoped for ourselves. So doubt is going to creep in your mind when you fail. But instead of looking at failure and you know, in that negative light, just look at it as an opportunity, as an opportunity to try again, as an opportunity to improve and just do better the next time. And doubt is a natural thing. It's going to happen, but just take the opportunity to look at it and look at it in a new light. And don't let doubt be your go-to feeling or your go-to emotion. Or if it does creep in your mind, don't let it stay there. Replace it with something else. And that kind of ties me in to the next way that we doubt ourselves. And that doubt is through fear. We are so scared and we are so afraid that things are not going to work out. This can even, actually, I probably should have put this before failure because fear can paralyze us from even failing at something because we don't even try to begin with. We put so much fear in our hearts and in our minds that we don't even try to do it, whatever it may be. I mean, this could be so broad. I mean, this could be something as as big as, you know, becoming a stay-at-home mom and quitting your job or quitting your job and starting your own business or deciding to run a 5K or a half marathon or a full marathon. This can look like so many different things and you can use this in so many different areas, but fear of the unknown, and fear of failure will keep us from ever even trying it to to begin with. And I'm going to take fear and also, you know, put the word anxiety in there because I think those are related greatly. And fear, when we are afraid and we have anxiety, it is about the unknown. We're literally worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. And we're worrying about something that we do not know the outcome. But we start guessing, we start analyzing, we start having these preconceived notions of what's going to happen when in reality, we have no idea. So doubt starts to creep in our mind to say, well, I don't know, this may happen. So maybe we shouldn't even try or I don't know this happened to so and so and it didn't work out for them so it's probably not going to work out for me. So don't let that fear and that anxiety creep in your mind and doubt cause you to doubt yourself so bad that you do not even try because that is the saddest thing to me and that when people just give up before they even get started. I mean, I just hate that because you don't know what you're capable of unless you try, unless you put your mind to it and see what you're capable of. So in talking about changing how we think about things, I heard this on another podcast. And I really, really loved it about Taking fear and replacing it with excitement. So when you get scared of something, or you're scared of something, you're nervous, like let's say you're going to do your speaking, you know, the number one fear in the world is not death, it's public speaking. So when you're about to get up and do something, instead of freaking out and like, filling your mind with doubt, worry, anxiety, say, I am excited. I am excited. I am excited. And I know it sounds crazy, but you can literally take that adrenaline and trick your brain into being excited. So replace your fear with excitement, replace your worry, replace your anxiety with, you know, just a positive outlook of what's to come. And that doubt will, you know, start to trickle into being reassurance and confidence. Like, what if we took all that doubt, all that energy that doubt takes, and just twist it in your mind and say, I am confident. I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy. And just cut all that negative BS out and use positive affirmations instead. replace the fear, replace the comparison, and replace the failure that you feel. And the last way, um, or the last area I want to talk about as far as how we feel doubt and why we feel doubt is criticism. When you get actual, cold, hard criticism from someone through whether it be social media, through comments, whether it be through a loved one telling you that they disagree with you or they don't understand why you're doing what you're doing and maybe they think you're even selfish or maybe they think that you have no right to do whatever it is you may be doing. And to me, this is the hardest one. And at least for me personally, and this is the one that causes me to doubt myself more than anything, because when we receive criticism, especially from people that we want praise and approval from more than anything, like the people that we want to agree with us or that we want to support us, when we get any kind of criticism from them, You know, it sucks so bad and it causes so much doubt to creep into our minds because you think, well, if they don't support me or if they don't think I can do it or if they have any kind of negative feeling tied to it at all, then why am I doing it? Should I do it? Is it the right thing to do? And for me, like I said, this is the hardest thing because we want that approval We want that praise. We want people on our side. We want people to understand. And maybe that's when you take the time to really ask them, like, why are they saying what they're saying? Why are they having these feelings? And kind of work through those to maybe explain something that they hadn't thought of before or to explain what you're feeling or what your goals are or why you're doing it and kind of come to a common ground. That way you can move on because if you don't, That criticism may truly kill whatever drive that you have. So I really want to just I want you to think through all these things we've talked about. The comparison, the failure, the fear, the criticism. Because so many times these things aren't real. They're a fragment of our imagination. They're things that haven't really happened yet. Um they are taking a failure and thinking that that's it when really you have to fail over and over and over again before you get to wherever it is you want to go and the criticism one thing i do want to touch on with criticism so many times when you hear a negative comment from someone it has nothing to do with you it has Nothing to do with whatever it is you're doing. So many times when you hear criticism from someone, it is coming from a spot in their heart, in their minds, where they are hurt, for where they don't feel as worthy. And it's easier to cut down someone else and to say a negative comment about someone else because they think it's going to make them feel better when really it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't at all. So when you get criticism from someone, just know it may really be about you, but more than likely it's not. It's about something in their mind and their heart that they are dealing with, and this is just how they're dealing with it. They're using you as a punching bag. They're coming a little bit unglued on you, and they're using you as a way, as an outlet, as a source to hurt, especially if you're becoming successful. Maybe you've made some extra dollars. Maybe you've lost a few pant sizes. If you want to get people going, make a few changes in, a, in the positive direction. And I promise you, you're going to get a lot of support, but you're going to get a lot of criticism too. You're going to shake the boat, especially if you've done things a certain way for a long time. People aren't going to understand why you're making these changes, why you're doing these things. And it's going to maybe scare them a little bit. They're going to think, well, am I included in all these changes? Do I fit in all of these these different ways this person's going? You know, I've had this come up recently with me, and I'm like, you know what? I realize I do need to address those things. I need to let whoever it is know that, of course, there's room for them. Just because I'm doing something different in my life doesn't mean I'm changing who I am. It just means I'm, I'm aligning my values with what I want to do. And so that actually falls into perfectly what I want to talk about at the end of this episode, and that is whenever you do have doubt, what do you do? What is the most important thing you can do to make sure you squash that doubt? And what you can do is ask yourself why. Always, always, always go back to your Why? Why are you doing whatever it is that you're doing? Why did you become a stay-at-home mom? Why did you quit your job and start your own business? Why did you decide to take your health seriously and exercise and eat healthy? Why did you decide to start a podcast? Whatever it is, take a look at why. And then if it aligns with who you are, if it aligns with your values, if it makes a difference in this world, and you know that, if you're impacting one person or two people and that makes you excited and that makes you happy, then that's really all that matters. You know, we God has blessed us with so many abilities. He has blessed us with so many different things and... You know, sometimes people think that you have to have money to help people or you have to have, you know, a certain wealth to make an impact in this world, but it's so not true. You have a voice, you are unique, you are special, and you can make an impact in so many different ways in this world. And that's really what it's all about. Using the things that we do have and adding value to this world to make it better. And people are not always going to like that. They're not always going to agree with that. It's going to scare them. It's going to make them uncomfortable even. So just remember at the end of the day... When the comparison starts creeping into your heart and you start comparing yourself with, you know, your neighbor or that girl on social media you've been following for a year, you really don't know everything that's going on in the background. And you are your own unique person. You have your own unique story. And that is what makes you so special. So forget the comparison. Forget the failures. If you're failing, good for you because you're trying. And that is what really matters. So keep on failing because those failures will turn into successes. And don't let the failure add so much doubt that you don't even try. And that fear, forget the fear. Turn the fear into excitement. Do not let fear increase your doubt so much that you do not even try. Because you can do it and turn that fear into excitement, turn that doubt into confidence and squash all of those goals. Excuse me. And as far as criticism goes, you're going to get it. People are going to criticize. People are going to hate on you. But don't let that, don't let that end and ruin and squash all the hopes and dreams in your heart because it's not about you. More than likely, it's about them. And so remember, just take a look at your why and why you're doing things. And if your why is aligned with your heart, then that's all that really matters. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope you're enjoying everything so far and I have so much good content planned for you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Balance. For more information about me or to receive your free goal setting guide, visit kellyroland.com. Can't wait to talk to you all next time.